really loud. All right. What's up, everybody? I'm Amanda. And I'm Zach, and this is A to Z Exchange. Uh, we are a collaborative conversational podcast where we discuss creative, cultural, and political topics. That's right. And this week we have our friend Eric Dolberg on. He's a photographer. So take it away, Eric. Who are you? What do you do? Hey, my name is Eric Dolberg. I am a Nashville all specialist photographer. I really shoot everything. I specialize, though, in street photography. Yeah. Cool, yeah. So I guess that's what we're going to mainly talk about today, right? It's the street photography, because that's interesting. You do, like, an image a day type thing? I do. I came up with this idea at the beginning of the year, because there's so much negativity in, in, in the world, so I thought, let me get on social media and let me post a positive thing a day. And I did that for the first couple months, you know, just kind of uh, self-help or, or positive things, and then I actually took off and went to uh, Ecuador with school. We did, did like an eight-day backpacking trip, which was really, really fun, and um, I thought that it was going to be like a travel landscape kind of thing, and one day I just kind of got a little uh, idea in my head where I ventured off on myself for a little bit, and then I started to do some stuff where I would just meet the people, okay. and I would do like real in like real close, um, tight shots of, of the people, um, close up, and, and just get them. And uh, the, the, the cool thing about it was that, you know, each person that I met, uh, there was really, there was a language barrier. I was in a different country, so I had to rely on, on my senses and, and the body language and the people to really kind of get the, uh, the vibe and, and to, to, you know, understand. And then once the translators would come back, we would talk with them and I would get their story. And so then came back from Ecuador after eight days and I switched the whole positive thing a day to where I would just post on Facebook and then social media, like, each person's story and what happened was the trip turned from a travel class for me into a portrait class and I had my whole portfolio of just people you know the people I met in Ecuador and their stories and I was telling their stories through the pictures um, and, and, and that was it and it became a thing cool so are you doing that like here in the states now or are you continuing on with like in Nashville and stuff or it's cool like when you uh, when you figure out like what you want to do you know at that moment where you kind of get that idea like I, this is what I was meant to do in life you know I thought I thought at first that photography would be like weddings and stuff and then I just thought eh, you know it's, it's it, it, wedding photography and, and portrait photography it's a dime a dozen I want I want to I want to be different I want to stand out from from the people so I uh, I actually did switch it over to uh, here in, in locally in Nashville. Um, so the, the Ecuador trip turned into a book, a 20-page book um, that people started buying. And then I started to go out every, and I do it weekly, um, going out and shooting, meeting the homeless in Nashville. We have a, we have a huge homeless population, um, and I kind of have a, my heart is close to that, you know, from my past. So I would go out every Wednesday, I spend two to three hours walking the streets, uh, just me and my camera, and I'll sit down and I'll find some people and, and I'll, I'll have a good time. And so that turned into telling their stories, which is going to hopefully turn into um, another book. So it's, this has been since April, and this is now August, and it's just completely blown up. It's been amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And I've no, definitely noticed it on social media taking off. So I mean, it sounds really wonderful. Like, mm-hmm. the whole the way you present it sounds really cool and pretty humbling, I guess. So Yeah. What it is to me, uh, you know, I think that people, I've learned in life that people don't spend or take the time to really look not people, I'm going to say oftentimes we're so caught in our bubble of what's going on in our own lives that we don't really pay attention and we fail to really realize that other people are going through things, you know, and I thought, okay, so, you know, like, I want to, everybody you meet has an incredible story, and, and I just want to take a minute and I want to learn it, so if I can go through and I can meet one person a day and just tell their story, then I, I'll do that, you know, and I can use my art, which I, I love, to, to do that, you know, what, what better way, and, and it's, uh, you know, it's, 
I leave every single night when I when I get done feeling more humbled, more happy, more in in tune, more connected, you know, than, than ever. So I mean, it's they enjoy it. They get to talk and they get to hang out, and somebody treats them like a human being, and then I get to you know learn something, and I walk away feeling pretty uh pretty incredible. So what have you? What do you think? Cool. What have you learned? Yeah, what's, like, what's, what's a good story? I guess. There's been a common thread between the people. So I met this guy, Chance, um, and he was the, the coolest guy I've ever met in my life. So I was sitting in the corner in downtown Nashville, and we, were, and, and we were sitting there, and I was talking with Chance, and he was telling me, you know, he had just got out of uh, the pen, he had been in, in uh, Vietnam, and he said, looked me right in the eye when we introduced ourselves. He said, Eric, I'm going to tell you one thing, man. I get a check every single month from the government because I'm a vet. And I could I could go buy an apartment right now. I could afford I could I could live in an apartment right now if I wanted to. And I looked at him I'm like, okay. And he's like, well, I don't want to do that. That's that's not life. You know, I, I want to travel. And where I was meeting him actually was the spot where they were going to meet up and then hop a train, um, like a freight train, and they were going to go south. And he uh, he was completely tatted up. I mean, he had like the the, the swastika and all this stuff all over his face and his body. And he was the, the kindest like most humble man I ever met in my life. And I sat with him for about two hours and, uh, and we just talked and talked and talked. And that's been the common, like the common thing I've heard from the people. It's always like, you know, I get a check, you know, we're, 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 I'm not homeless cause I, I'm not homeless cause I have to be, I'm homeless cause I want to be. And that's like kind of where I learned like the secret to life, you know, is finding that happiness. You know, these people that we walk by every day that we think are so, are just so bad off, really are the happiest people I've ever met. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, just because of all the way the world is, like with materialism and all that, mm-hmm. it's a lot more peaceful to not have to deal with that stuff. So. It's simpler. So have you met anyone, I guess, like when you're out there that had maybe addiction problems or that had actual, not economic, but money problems that, that actually was, you know, that I know you say you've met a lot of people that, that are there by choice, but have you met anyone that has like just things went bad and now they've ended up there you know i haven't heard that story yet but oh. in in where i go to I'll, i go to certain spots where i know that um my friends will hang out and i'll, I'll go talk with them and there's always a comment you know they're drinking and they're and they're they're usually pretty messed up which but i don't know <laughs> i don't know if that's a cause of their homelessness and they're just having a good time that could just be coping yeah. mechanism you know i mean it's it's what else you're gonna do um but I'm sure, yes, I'm sure I will eventually, yes, me, you know, when I was in Ecuador, everybody that was homeless that I met, or it was what, that was pretty bad off, it was just a poor country, you know, and I think that the homeless in Nashville, um, I think it's a choice, a lot of, oftentimes it's a choice, you know, the ones that I've met, it was their choice, like, and they're, and they've accepted it, they love it, um, and it's, it's, it's their life, and they, uh, and they're happy, they're happy with it. That's cool. That's something I thought about too, like, you know, I can work myself to death um, all day for a paycheck and then come home, go to sleep, wake up and do the same thing, you know, all for what, you know, and, and the people that I've met don't do that and they get to explore and travel and see the world and, and make friends and, and they love it. And I think that's the secret to life. That's pretty cool. I guess we're just going to have to wrap the podcast up there then. Like we've, <laughs> we've definitely reached a conclusion. Well, have that's you ever awesome. seen um, or heard of the movie Into the Wild? Or the guy that it's about, his name's Chris McCandless. I love that story so much because that's basically what he did. He, um, in the early 90s, graduated from college and uh, took his like money that he had left over 
and donated like $20,000 and hitchhiked his way to Alaska. Mm -hmm. Now, his story doesn't really have a happy ending, but like the whole... (laughs) The whole like philosophy behind what he was doing, what he was doing, and what he was trying to learn for himself, you know, in like a broader sense, was very inspiring to me. I think it's just you know, it's what I've learned from doing this is it's just you know, everybody is just another human being, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's so much hate in this world right now, and I mean I don't know if that's changed. It's just there's so much hate. There's so many things to argue about. There's so many things for us to be upset about. I can wake up in the morning and complain about everything, and I find myself wanting to be, I want to be more of the solution than I don't want to be, you know, doing the problem. I don't want to mm-hmm. be causing more, more harm. And uh, so I just feel like, you know, being able to meet somebody and take a picture of them and really see into their eyes, you know, and, and, and they love it, you know, and they love, they love to tell me, we talk and, and, and I trust them completely. I've never been, I've never been hurt. I've never been, you know, no one's ever stolen from me. I'll take all my gear, sit down, you know, my chance. I was sitting there one day and I actually left my phone. And he said, hey, and he gave back my, my phone. He said, I don't want you to think, that, you know, I don't want you to lose this. I was like, that's cool. You know, I almost like I was expecting him to steal it, you know. Mm-hmm. Another cool thing, too, I was sitting with Chance. And um, this guy walked up to the corner, guy in just regular street clothes. And I saw everybody get up and just go over to this guy. And I just kind of sat back and I observed it. Just kind of watched, you know, like see what's going on. And, um. Chance comes back with a twenty dollar bill. He says, "I don't know who this guy is, but every Wednesday he comes down here and he hands out two hundred dollars in twenties." Wow! And we just never see him again until the next week. I was like, "That's so cool." Yeah. Should find out who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I forgot what I was going to ask. I lost it. I lost um, it again. Why does this always happen? Well, how do, so? Some of your street photography, um, the way you edit them, it definitely has its own kind of style. Mm-hmm. Does the stories and like the people that you meet affect the way you? edit the pictures of them? I think editing is an important part of photography. And so what I do is, you know, when I take a picture of a landscape, I don't want to edit too much. I want to give you the colors that I'm seeing. I want to give you the greens and the blues and the sky and all that good stuff. But when I meet somebody, I want you to see them like I see them. And and so I'll take each picture and I'll, I'll edit it in Photoshop until I just see, like, what I saw. I want, I want, I want to... I want people to see the people that I meet like I see them, you know, and oftentimes I'm, in, I'm not in, you know, I'm in a dark spot, I'm in a dark place when I'm, when I'm out there, you know, we're under a tree, we're in a tent, we're somewhere, and, uh, and so I want to make sure I portray that, but it's cool because I always want to make sure I get their eyes too, like I get their eyes every time, and every single time I get their eyes, you can just see like, I don't know, the story right there, I could just take pictures of the eyeballs, I think, and it would be, you know, incredible. Yeah, see, I actually enjoy the editing. The editing has an interesting yeah. look to it. It's almost, to me, it's like a grungier yeah. failed attempt at HDR. It, that's what it reminds me of, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But I, I know it's definitely not HDR, but it's got that, like, look to it. Compared to, like, when I've seen street photography in the past, and they try to, like, glamorize it right. or make it look good. And, mm. you know, it doesn't necessarily fit well. It feels staged, but I know your stuff feels very real and genuine yeah. because of that, which is very interesting. Thank you. So that's just what I pick up on personally. I want every scar, every wrinkle, every every everything um, because the <laughs> scars are coming for the wrinkles. Because because that's a lot of the stuff like they'll, they'll, they'll tell me about too. Um, another guy I met, I hadn't seen him in a while, but I call him Bill Murray. He looks just like Bill Murray, and he he points out every scar and he'll tell me he'll tell me his wounds like this is from this, and he'll tell me like he showed me his arm covered in in you know like track marks from in. When we used to shoot heroin and stuff, you know, and I, that's the pictures I want to get, the real stuff. I don't want to take out anything. 
I want every crease and every, every you know, that's, that's what makes a good person, you know? I want those wrinkles in your eyes when you smile, you know, at me at the camera because that, that's a story, you know? Yeah, those are this cool. This might be a really odd question, but a lot of the pictures that I've seen you take are of um, men. Have you ever met any, have you done any women that are? I've taken a, so there are women out there, yes, um, but um, the women that I meet, I, I've, I've, I've posted a couple. There's about three or four. Um, other than that, they don't, the women that I've come up with, they don't really have a story, you know? Hmm. Um, I wonder why. It's, and, and the majority of the people that I see out there, like I, I try to get couples too, like homeless couples, but there's just, it's always just the guys that are, are around. And, you know, that's an interesting question um, to think about. I went to, uh, on Monday nights, Nashville, there at the War Memorial, there is a um, company, Nonprofit called Shower Up. They have like, yeah. yeah, they go out there and they give mm-hmm. free showers to the homeless. And then um, there's also a um, the Nashville Street Barbers that will go out and give yeah. haircuts on Monday nights. And I got to go on one Monday night there, and it was you know, fantastic. But the the, feet, the women that were there, they weren't. It was I don't know. They're not they're not as willing to take pictures. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not I don't think the pictures that I take are I'm not I'm not really picking. You yeah. Know, at all, that's a good. That's a. It's a very interesting question. I should probably focus more. Every single female that I've taken a picture with, though, usually has a, a dog with them, which I think is cool. And I'll take those pictures. You know? <laughs> um, I mean, uh, maybe for protective reasons. Or, probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just because dogs are awesome. Yeah. There's well, no. Yeah. There's no negative negative anything there. It's just because dogs are cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I also want to connect more. And I feel like if I come up with a camera to a female. And my, unfortunately, you know, you, I, I want to try, I don't want to be, I want no disrespect at all to any person that I'm talking to. So I'll spend a lot, I'll spend, you know, 45 minutes to an hour with somebody before I even pull out the camera. And I want to make sure that it's cool. You know, I don't want somebody to kind of get creeped out. And that's kind of a thing I think, unfortunately, with a male photographer is that, you know, you have to be careful. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, I can't think of the word, but you don't want to use, and I don't feel like you're doing this. But people that just go out and they just snap quick pictures of homeless people and right. pretend to care, and I, I don't—they're—they're they're using that sort of to make them seem like a better person right. compared to like actually spending time with them and right. learning from them and things. So I think that's really special in yes. a lot of ways. Yeah. Have you? Um, I mean, I know you mentioned Chance. Have Have you kind of like gotten into the community there? Like, do like a lot of people know you? Because I know sometimes they'll, some people travel around, but some people also have like mm-hmm. a little a set area where they kind of stay out, you know? So Chance, I never saw again because he, he went... Because he left, yeah. Yeah, but there was a guy, the first guy, Bill Murray is what I call him. He looks, that's what he it looks like. probably is Bill Murray. <laughs> might be. <laughs> I saw him the first, like, three weeks I went out there and he would take me around and I haven't seen him since. I don't know where, I'm not sure where he went, but I took a picture of him and then, like, the next week somebody actually contacted me and said we saw that picture and we saw him downtown i was like oh he's probably still down there let me go back and let me let me try to find him. i looked i looked for hours could not find him so if i see somebody i might recognize um then yeah but there's so much homeless right now that i yeah. don't typically see him again i've seen two people now more than once Okay, so you really are just finding something new every day. Yeah, but I go to the same spot. I will literally stop. I, I could park downtown at the stadium. I mm-hmm. walk the pedestrian bridge. I go right under the bridge, uh, like that, Yeah. where the lights are. Um, and then right by the uh, amphitheater is a little setup. Like, they kind of sleep down there. And then I'll also go right down Broadway and look for them. 
There's an area on, I think, Church, Church and Fifth, or Church and Sixth, somewhere in there. There's, like, a little park, and they all, like, there's... Yeah. Like, I know, I don't know about it at night, but I knew during the day, I know uh, my girlfriend works down there, and they just kind of call it the homeless park. That's sort of well, There's also, like, Tent City, too. I'm trying to get yeah, into Tent City. City. I have one connection, I find that, because I don't want to just walk into oh, Tent yeah, City. Oh, yeah, I don't know about Yeah. I have a girl that I, I've known for a long time, and she actually gives out, like, um, like, Razors and, and some yeah. that kind of stuff. She's also a nonprofit, and she can get in there. Um, and so I, I, I was just kind of waiting for my in, you know, to get there because I don't want to just go walking up in, in there. That's a, a respect thing, I think. But I'm gonna get that picture too eventually. Yeah, yeah. no, that's really yeah. cool. I mean, it's not a zoo. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can't. Right. It really is a community. It's people. Have you? Um, I noticed something. This this kind of I'm gonna go off on my own tangent because that's what I do. But <laughs> I noticed. So, you know, like the refugees, and from my understanding, Nashville is a sanctuary city, a city, I think we're trying to call ourselves one, is, um, I wanted to specifically talk about cell phones, because, it, like, a year ago, there were, there were photos of, you know, different families coming from the Middle East and everything, and, and they were homeless, and they were still trying to get up and running, and there was a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of just really rude criticism out there about, about people that were homeless having cell phones. Mm. And, oh, yeah, and how I've they heard shouldn't... people talk about that, about the people who sell the contributor, how they stand out there and they have their phones out. Yeah, like, so have you met people that, like, just own a phone or, like, connected digitally or anything like that? You know, like, they're homeless, but they still have this... I think I've seen one person playing on YouTube on his phone. Hmm. And I can't think of anybody else. In fact, uh Bill Murray asked me, he gave me his brother's number. <laughs> he gave me his brother's phone number and he said, text my brother and tell him I'm okay. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll, I promise you I'll do that. And I did. And his brother texted back. So thank you. So, you know, I think, I mean, cell phone, you, anybody can get a cell phone. You know, you can go to, you can get a prepaid cell phone. You know, if you really yeah, want. Yeah, like 10 bucks. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I was wondering because it's it's so think, cheap. And yeah. the, the, Well, the one thing that I heard, this was on the radio, and I, it was like maybe last year or the year before, um, whenever they were trying to shut down people selling the contributor, people were complaining that they would have iPhones. I'm like, well... Yeah, I mean, you can really, <laughs> like, with, with a phone, you, you have access to so much these days. It's it's such a small thing to have that's so necessary. That was my thing about the refugees was people got upset that, that, that they had them. And I'm like, well, their homes are destroyed mm-hmm. and they can't keep a phone because of that? Like, come on. I mean, I can easily work my work my butt off and make thirty bucks, you know, uh, in a couple of days, and go get a prepaid phone and feel some ounce of normal, you know, feel like I'm normal a little bit, like a real human being. Um, I don't, I don't know. I haven't really seen that many. That's a good question too. I haven't really seen too many people, too well, many homeless with phones. I feel like yeah, it might probably have to do because if they're out there by choice, they probably are choosing to not have it because. Right. They don't want to be connected that way. They, they want to, they want to be connected to like life and not yeah. to this yeah. digital sort of superficial world that exists. So that's cool. That's actually really that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. You know, it's a smart. They're smart for that. Yeah. Yeah, because those are stressful, <laughs> man. Goodness. Anyways, it's too stressful. Yeah, it is. I mean, until we get mega famous and then we can become influencers and get paid to do it. Still stressful. <laughs> still stressful. Get I wake up. Stuff. I wake up every morning and I just I go Trump Twitter. I just can't believe like I didn't realize that was an actual term until I got the job that I'm working now. Mm-hmm. That that is the actual like job title now to be an, an influencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric's an influencer. 
trying to be. You're getting there. <laughs> I mean, have you, have you, uh, I know at one point you told me you wanted to be on the Ellen show a couple of years oh, ago. Is that still a we goal? We should do that together because yeah. I want to do that. Still. That's a goal on my heart. Definitely a goal. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's Ellen, we're coming for you. <laughs> yeah, we just got to send her this. <laughs> Here's the thing about Ellen is that she's doing what I, she's doing what I love about, she's just being a human being, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, it's just, everybody just go through stuff, you know? And, and, and I think that's how we react and how we bounce back in life. That really speaks volumes about how we are as people, you know? And, and I spent a lot of my life worrying about tomorrow and worrying about, you know, what's going to happen. And, and, I, and I was, it was time wasted, you know? And, and, I, and I think that's kind of like what I respect in people that can do stuff with, their, with, you know, I don't have obviously the resources to, you know, go out and do that, but I can do what, what I have, you know, I can use what I've been given, and that's that's my photography, you know, and, and that's that's how I can give back, um, yeah, and that's, so yeah, I'm going to meet Ellen one day, I'm going to give her a hug, I don't we're going to get you there, I don't want nothing from her, I just want to tell her that you know that, you don't even, <laughs> doesn't even want to be on the show, he just wants to shake her just hand. forget 12 days of giveaways, yeah, like, yeah, I that, <laughs> <clears throat> just all about being, you know, human being, especially now that we have social media, and it's so much, you know, it's so easy for us to go online and see all the devastation. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, all the, all the, all the, all the, the stuff that happens. You know, we didn't have that. I didn't have that when I was younger. We didn't have access to that. You know, so we were kind of in a bubble, and now the bubble's been popped, and it's just so exhausting. Well, we've created our own bubble too. Yeah. If you're a negative person, you can create your own negative bubble online. Oh yeah. And if you're positive, when you can create a positive bubble, and where you ignore, you know, reality too. So that's it's mm-hmm. I, it's so complicated and so sad, but. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting better. France banned smartphones in schools like yesterday, which was interesting. So, I never had that. I mean, phones weren't even invented when I was in school. <laughs> <laughs> they were well, like barely in. Well, I mean, no, I guess they didn't come along till like I was in middle school. Yeah, I've always had one, and my posture has suffered greatly ah, because of it. So we had pagers in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So I guess you've learned a lot on this whole journey, obviously, like you covered. Yeah. Is is uh, do you have any uh, other hopes for where you would like to take it? Is there a way to improve this? You know, do you go to different cities and meet different people? Is that part of it, or you know? I, well, I'm going to New York in December. Oh, I'll be um, there in October. So nice. Yeah. <laughs> I just ever since Home Alone, I've wanted to skate under the tree. Um, the Christmas tree. Right. So I said, you know what? I've been, I went to New York for the first time last year. And so I booked another trip. I'm going to shoot down on a Thursday. I'm going to go um, skate under the tree. And then I'm going to do it there. I'm going to take my camera. I'm going to go That'd be cool. talk to people. On. Um, I want to kind of, I want to walk Central Park. I want to, you know, in the snow. Because it's going to be covered in snow. I can't wait. To, I want to see that. I want to, like, that movie, um, you know, the movie Rent, the play Rent. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very inspiring about just the the city, you know, and how, that's mm-hmm. what I want to do. So I'm going to go explore New York for a couple of days. Um, Ireland, maybe next year. That would be cool. I, I mean, I think it would be cool if you release a book, like sort of, you know, the homeless of each city and corner. Look at the culture. Yeah. Because, you know, mm-hmm. we have different cultures for just right. non-homeless people. So mm-hmm. what do the homeless people go through? You know, they, they, they have different sort of, mm-hmm. I don't want to say languages, but, you know, just a way of handling things. I just want to meet perspectives. As yeah, many people as I can meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Have you had any negative experiences at all with this? Have, no. have people given you any bad pushback or anything? People know myself. Yes. So you know, when I got the when I came up with the assignment, I I backed out. Within a week, I talked I talked myself out of it. I said I don't want to do this. I can't do this. Um, it's I can't. 
and I gave myself like uh, I just had cold feet, and my uh, my professor told me he's like, no, you're gonna do this. So this is a good idea. You know? My professor here mm -hmm. at yeah. Nosey College of Art, <laughs> <laughs> where uh, we were all students. Yeah, we still are. I'm yeah. um, graduated. Who? Okay, that's cool. We'd have to talk to that professor on here too. We want to start talking to the professor. There's our plug in. <laughs> well, I mean, we've I, interviewed most people from Nosey, so I'm class at six. I can bring it to him. Who is it? He's got a beard. No. Doesn't have a beard. Yeah, he does. Like a white beard? Mm -hmm. Is he a photography? Mm-hmm. Name start with an S? It starts with a P. Whoa. I don't know who that is. I'm going to introduce you. Cool. Yeah. But oh. He... Wait. No, I don't know. You're right. Graphic design? Mm-hmm. No, he does like sports photography and oh, I don't know. art. I'm trying to blame. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> That's cool, though. This is, this is really fascinating. Um, I'm trying to think if we have any other questions. How's the book going? You said you did a book. Is the book a collection of those stories, or is it a collection of images? The Ecuador book is, it was just images. It wasn't stories. And that's kind of like the, how it's grown. So I did the Ecuador book. Um, it's, it's, it's on the website. It's on ericdahlberg.com. <laughs> <laughs> Um, These are always my favorite parts when I'm editing this podcast, is yeah. to go through the, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it was just a collection of the pictures, and then people were like, well, we like the stories too, and I, so I thought, okay, so the next book I'm going to do, because I'm going to do 20 pages, but I'm going to do 10 images, and then I'm going to do one, one image story, story on one them. image yep. story. I'm going to pick the 10, I have, I have right now a series of about 25 pictures, I think, I'm going to cull through them, and I'm going to do the first 10, you know, and I'm going to call it Nashville. You know, you know, like the people of New York kind of thing. I don't yeah. want to take the same idea because it's different. I don't want to like, I don't want to payback. I want to come up with a different name, but similar in that. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. and, and, I have 10 strong stories, you know. I've sent it to, um, to uh, newspapers. I've reached out to publishers. Um, yeah, just to kind of get it out there because, you know, it's this city is so diverse and so amazing and so cultured you know and and honestly like it's homelessness isn't a problem here in nashville it's just a part of the culture you know mm -hmm. and i don't really yeah i think it's just it's a cool thing so there's one guy i'm not sure if he's homeless or still homeless or i'm not sure but um he stands on like the roundabout at the end of demombrian on music row and, like, now he, he used to just sell the contributor, but now he has, like, T-shirts and, like, a whole, he's mm -hmm. like, a whole marketing thing. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about that, too, actually. Well, you've mentioned it twice, and I keep forgetting to slip into it. But the contributor, we're, we're you know, getting close to our, our time limit, of course. But, like, how is that? How do the homeless feel about the contributor? Because that's their publication, right? Not one person that I've met has talked about the contributor, has worked wow. for the contributor, has had anything. In fact, my trick and what I do is I walk around and I don't, I let them approach me. So oh, okay. I don't approach them. I will walk around until they come to me. And, and, and what I do is a couple of times I've struck out, like where I've, I've gotten nothing, you know, or it's just been like an off day and then there's an alley, I'll start going down the alleyways and there's a couple of alleyways I go to. I was walking one day and I just saw two feet hanging out from like the street. And I said, let me go down there. And I walked and sure enough, the guy said, Hey, how's it going? And I said, Hey man, and I just sat down next to him. So I've never met anybody selling anything. Well, they might be throwing, like throwing like a, a sign, but you know, they're never doing it when I meet them. Interesting. Yeah. So I, you know, the, con the contributor part, 
I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how good that is. I don't. I don't know much about that program. I haven't. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't. I've been some like controversy. Yeah. In, it in the past. Yeah. So, so I haven't met anybody that's doing it. But I'm always downtown. I I I stick. I've stuck strictly to downtown. Uh, I went to Centennial Park one time, and it wasn't really much. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I just wanted to ask about it because I mean, we I've, I've bought a couple of them, and you know, you think you're you're helping out, and you're supporting, but. Mm-hmm. If, Clearly, it's not benefiting too many people. I wonder if there's if they take that money and send it to the nonprofits or anything. Or well, I know that they get some of it, and then some of it goes back, and it may just be to print the. the yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure, like how you know. But I, it is a collection of the stories, right? The contributor. Yeah, isn't that the, the idea yeah, behind it? Yeah, I think it? it's like the people like submit stuff to it because I know they do the ones that I've bought. They do like poetry in there too, so mm-hmm. like people will submit their poetry to them and then they'll print it out. Hmm. So it's like from the community. Hmm. As far as I know. We could try to get some stuff in there. Yeah. I don't know if it's a legitimate publication or not. but. (laughs) Anyways, I guess it's time to wrap this thing up, man. This was fun. This is is insightful. This was very humbling. Um, I wish we had longer to like discuss this stuff because I'm sure you can ramble on for days. I could talk all day about this. I know, I know. (laughs) Cool. So, um, I guess we got to throw the socials down. Yeah. You go ahead first. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Tell them where to go. Okay. Yeah. So you can check me out on Instagram (laughs) at Eric Goldberg Photography. Um, the same thing will be on Facebook, Eric Goldberg Photography. And my website is ericdolberg.com. And if you want to send me a personal request on Facebook, Eric Dolberg. Um, yeah. Ours are just the A to Z exchange everywhere. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's at the A to Z exchange. Um, and the link to this, or that doesn't matter, but it's yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, and the links for everything, including yours, i got to collect yours, will be in the description. So you can just comments. click them, super easy finding, and check out Eric's stuff because it's pretty pretty fascinating. And, uh, Thank you. Yeah, buy his book, guys. Which the information is on his website. So. It is, yes. <laughs> contact me, I'll get you a book. That's cool. You should do a blog about it, too. I will. Sweet. All right. Are we done? Yeah. All right. All right. Woo! See you later.